Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. Do you want to rehearse this intro ever? No. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear It podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Brought to you by Open Studio. Now... I don't know about you, but I actually love rehearsing. Really, I I have a love hate relationship with <laughs> rehearsing. No, at times, like when it's when it's when it's needed, yeah. Um, when you have the right combination of mu- musicians that want to rehearse, and you've got the time yes. and the place, I love it. You know, because this is it's making music and making it. You know, trying to like you've got that goal of usually a performance or a recording or something, and it's the growth kind of collective growth pro- process to get there. Yeah, I should amend my original <laughs> statement that I love rehearsals. When they when they are not terrible, right, <laughs> like right, when rehearsals right. are good right. and useful, I think they're they're one of the most important tools that bands can use. It's like a sure. vegetable quiche. It, when it's good, it's great. Yeah. When and, it's bad, it's not. And I actually think that most modern jazz musicians sleep on rehearsing. Yeah, I mean, at least a lot of people I know like don't rehearse at all. And I'm like, hey, you know, like the the classic bands rehearsed all the time. Yeah, like even when you think they weren't, like all the Miles's bands rehearsed. Yeah, you know Hours. what I mean, like. Yeah. Coltrane's bands rehearsed like yep. of course Blakey's you know all that stuff I mean yeah there, there's always going to be a certain amount of like we're just going for it yeah you know you should know this and we can just figure it out yeah. that's jazz like we're always going to be able to do that but yeah. there's more rehearsal than you might think in some of these these right. classic bands and I think it, it it really is not that different than the classical world world at least what I've seen in the limited uh, participation I used to have in that in that you know if you have a great orchestra they could get up on any night and you could put whatever from the classical repertoire in front of them with a great conductor, no rehearsal, right. and, and they should be able to and will be able to execute a wonderful performance. Of course. But when they've got that rehearsal, and they're very good about being very organized about rehearsing, oh, almost over-rehearsing perhaps, but getting those details in there that push it from yeah. – you know, a little 10% better on the performance to really get it to that thrilling level. You know, this might be our first tip. If you have the opportunity to perform with any kind of classical ensemble, yes, you should do it for a number of reasons, but one of them is you can learn a lot about how to rehearse yep. from a well-oiled machine. Like, like I mean, I, I can't tell you the, the few times I've been honored to play with the St. Louis Symphony how much I've learned from the rehearsal process, how yep. efficient they are, yep. how timely timely how prepared everybody is right um and how ready to go the the rehearsal is yeah it's not like my high school like concert <laughs> band in freshman year you know what i mean it's yeah, like yeah. this is like uh, well i think that's a problem with a lot of even fairly high level jazz groups and organizations <clears throat> the rehearsal it, it, there's not that's always kind of bugged me like you know people coming in late and 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 just like a general wasting of time i think the classical world maybe they're even too far to the point of efficiency, but they also have to be yeah. um, usually. But I think we can learn a lot. So I, I, I love that tip of just, you know, kind of learning about the process. Learning by, about the process. By, by doing it with people that do it well. Yeah, and then most classical ensembles um, are union too. So they have yeah. that in their contract of like, if you rehearse this much, it costs this much more. So then the management Time is, money. is Time down is to money. like get, yeah. them, get them going. Yeah. Um, but that should be like, A, number one for rehearsal is is time is money and and other people's time is worth something to them yeah and so be prepared be on time have your stuff together if you don't you know know the music maybe at least have charts (laughs) or something you know what i mean like yeah 
sometimes you can, you know, if time isn't of the essence for everybody, if you're 18 years old and just want to, like, play all day, that's cool, too. Right. And that's not, yeah, that's re- barely rehearsing. And that's more like jamming. Yeah. You know, but jam if, session, which is you, cool, too. It's cool, too. But if you have a gig coming up and you're trying to, like, get a, an ensemble together in a tight way, yeah, make sure that the time is, is taken care of. Hey, Peter, if I wanted to view every course Open Studio made, how would I do that? You would go to OpenStudioNetwork.com and purchase an all-access pass. An all-access pass, that sounds like everything. It's everything. Every course, every lesson. And you might think, well, I don't need all those. Yeah, well, you might, though. (laughs) And in fact, we're going to recommend you go with the annual version so you have all year to check out our wonderful lessons. The annual version, that's 20 bucks a month when you pay annually. Man, come on. Like, iced coffee, how much did you spend this week on iced coffee? I spent, like, no joke, 50 bucks probably on iced coffee. That's right. Now, it is getting cooler. Actually, that makes me sad. It'll go down, but, I mean, $20 to further. And look, we're trying to just give you some ongoing inspiration, a little bit of jazz love for you at any time, you know, so that as you're practicing, you have fresh concepts and ideas, and you can be inspired by folks like Christian McBride, Gregory Mm. Hutchinson, Peter Martin, Jeffrey Keezer. You know what I love about the All Access Pass is I play piano, but I also play a little guitar. I also play a little drums. And so I go on there all the time just to like freshen up on stuff on my secondary instruments. And that helps me understand too, as a pianist, all the other things that I'm doing. Yep. And now for a limited time on the All Access Pass on the annual version, I believe you get access to all of our new packs, which are curated collections about like blues these have been very very popular we have some on voicings on blues we have some on modern jazz we have mm-hmm. some on bebop and right more coming all the time and so what this is, is we put together sort of the best of thematic lessons from all of our instructor uh, instructors around and structured around specific topics wait instructured around yeah instructured Man, around? We're, we're streamlining things come on that's how we do it so go to openstudionetwork.com slash all access pass and you can get your all-access pass today. Open Studio, jazz lessons from jazz legends. So another really good tip that I think this leads directly to is that, you know, come to rehearsals with the mindset that this is a collective rehearsal. This is not the time for you to learn your part. Totally. You know? So, of course, that goes along with the be prepared. Right. Um, but really, I think if you have the mentality that this is the time to focus on, you know, not just the obvious things like starting and stopping and how you're going to, you know, kind of the roadmap of the thing, but, like, how are you going to interact with and play with the other musicians? So, like, you're not as much just focusing on, oh, I'm working on my part and getting better. I'm listening, number one, listen. Right. But listening to what's happening around you and really going through, I mean, if you think about it, rehearsal, it's like almost like a walkthrough of what you want to be able to do on the performance. So there's, you know, the parts that need, you know, ensemble parts and things you need to coordinate of like how you're going to do them by listening to each other and maybe talking about it and then some repetition. But it's and then the improvised section, it shouldn't just be about, oh, I'm going to rehearse my solo. It's like, no, how are how is everyone going to play behind you? How are you going to interact with them? It's, it's all about the collective thing because you're still going to have time to practice. You should have already been practicing this stuff. And even if you didn't, you're going to have to take that time after the rehearsal. So, like, you really have to, I think, commit to that collective will 
Uh, and, and that's what I was saying at the beginning. I love rehearsing when everyone's thinking of that. When people are just kind of there doing their own thing, I'm like, you know, let's just all do that at home and then come together on the gig if totally. that's what you're going to do. I mean, the, and do the, I sound bitter? No, that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. But, but that's a waste of time. And it's the same thing like if you're at a rehearsal, it's not a jam session. You shouldn't yeah. take 20 choruses, yeah. you know, just to figure out how to play over the changes of a tune. Like, yeah. that's something you could do at home. I mean, it's like you come to a team basketball practice yeah. and, you know, there's, there's one guy or gal that's just like every time they get the ball, they're just like chucking up threes. Like, well, I'm working on my three. No, you go do that on your own. Totally. Work on how you are going to interact with the other players at that time. Such a great opportunity to slow things down and, and really examine all those kind of things that need to be done. Yeah, and not, not to say that you should never take a solo at a rehearsal because sometimes, you know, you want to figure out the vibe of the tune, how, yeah. how you're going to gel on the solo sections, but that, that can be done in a chorus or two, you right. know, as far as right. like how, how are we going to come in and out, how are we going to vibe on it. That's, uh, that's all done then. That's a great point, too. Yeah, don't take 30 choruses on. I mean, unless there's some reason in terms of the ensemble for everybody to really learn how to do that. But I, And especially I think the higher level things go, I do believe there should be, and there is, less rehearsal. Yeah. The better the players, and like when things are going well, go through it quickly and leave, especially like the improvised section. I, I don't like over-rehearsing. I mean, over-rehearse things that need to be rehearsed a lot, under-rehearse things that don't need to be. That's a part of the efficiency, and you'll learn that certainly from going through a classical uh, rehearsal. I mean, I've been part of some, you know, symphony rehearsals where there's parts of the program we never even played totally. because everybody knows that we're going to be able to nail them. Save it for the gig. Save it for the gig. Exactly. Mm. And I mean, for sure, like when you get to like solos and stuff, don't put everybody through, you, you know, first of all, you're not that great. So don't put everybody <laughs> through having to hear all your souls. Leave a little mystery for the gig. Well, but you could also actually spoil the vibe of that first time you go through improvising something. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? There's some magic in that. So, yeah. so well, we've been on things before. Remember when it's like, Stuff starts feeling really good. At rehearsal. Yeah, but then we're like, whoa, whoa save it. So, Just like, we, yeah, yeah, we like cut off because we don't want to jinx it. You know, we totally. want to have that magic still. Uh, you know, something that, that we do now in rehearsals that I think is so great and useful that I didn't used to do as much before there were smartphones. Um, and, and this is a really good tip, I think, uh, is once you have sort of the arrangement of something, you know, play it through once in a short form, you know, with maybe limited solos or whatever, and record it on your phone. Yes. And then when you practice it in the days leading up to the actual gig, yeah. you can hear exactly how you rehearse it. Right. Um, I used to take, like, detailed notes, but now I can just record it. Right. I can play along with it. I can remember how the arrangement went. Yeah. And that way I don't have notes at all. I don't have to look at anything. No, it's so, great. You know. And that's a great, you know, Diane Reeves is so good at that. Like, she'll always have her phone or she used to have, like, a recorder or whatever, but she would... Like, if we're rehearsing something that she really wants to work on, and look, I mean, she's paying us. This is her band. She could have us in there for hours. But, like, we'll go through it one time, and then she'll say, all right, can you, can you just play one chorus now without me? And she'll record it. And then she's like, okay, cool. And she'll go and then practice on her own with that, as opposed to just saying, sitting up there singing, you know, over and over again with us. And it's, that's a, like, she's really good at, like, and she always sort of knows how to find those parts that she wants to work on later, yeah. but then have the documentation kind of of, of how it goes. You know what I was also just thinking about for rehearsing is sometimes the rehearsal can be part of the editing process. Mm. Um, just because you rehearse something doesn't mean it has to make the gig. And in fact, this is your time to like, if you haven't really played through material, yeah. to be like, you know what? I don't want to play that. Right. That's not working. Yeah. Like, don't be afraid to cut things at rehearsal. That's great. Yeah. You know? And I, yeah, I mean, I think, and that's usually, it's so much easier to cut things than to add things. I mean, we have to add them sometimes and then you need to rehearse those. <laughs> Or talk them through. But Everybody if, knows the blues, buddy. That's right, right, right. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, I really like that. I think even, you know, we've probably both been in situations too. I know I've done this, like if you have written a piece or like a commission piece where you're playing, it's being played for the first time, whether you're just there listening or kind of walking people through or, or playing it along with the ensemble, um, don't be afraid to take stuff out of your composition. Like totally. I, I do that. I very rarely want to add something, but take that moment. And I, I mean, don't like stop everybody and be like, hold on, we're going to rewrite it. Just make a note and then, you know, Everyone's going to be able to play it, even if you don't rehearsing and taking something away. Just totally. make it clear to everybody. Yep, that's, that's great. Good. Yeah, man, right. we're so smart. Man, I want to kind of feel like <laughs> let's go rehearse. Nice rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, if so, only we rehearsed our podcast. <laughs> yeah, so let's uh, re- let's exactly <laughs> let's review our core principles. Uh, be prepared. Yep. Um, be on time. Be on time. Yep. Listen. Listen as always. Um, don't overplay. Don't overplay, and and really come to the rehearsal uh, with a spirit of of collective. Um, progress towards the performance, not personal progress. Record the arrangements. Record the arrangements, yeah. And then don't don't be afraid to edit, to take away things at rehearsal. That's the time to do it. That's right. That's Adam and Peter's <laughs> recipe for success. <laughs> if you have a rehearsal question or a question in general for Well, it's us, not possible for them to have a question about rehearsal because we just answer we just everyone. Answer <laughs> <laughs> we just put a button on rehearsal. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you can uh, you can go to you'll hear it com. You can leave us a question. You can suggest a topic for a future episode. You can get a little you'll hear it t shirt. A little t shirt. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. And we we do have long sleeves, right? We're we, getting into for the northern hemisphere listeners. We're yeah, getting into right. the uh, into the winter season here. So for all our our folks down under in Australia, which we do have a significant amount of people we do. Who we got a lot of love down in Australia and, and New, New Zealand. Zealand. <laughs> hey, yeah, come yeah. on. Uh, we we also have short sleeve short sleeve t shirts. So we cheer, do. Cheers, mate. Or you, they might. They could go sans. You could buy it and then go sans T-shirt if it's really warm out. Yeah, I mean, it should work out a little bit. Hey, man, Australia. Have you seen the dudes there, man? They are in good shape. I'm not gonna lie. Well, well. <laughs> until tomorrow, you'll hear it. 